Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, comedy, football talk. It's Quick Snaps with Aaron Hodges and Kostaki Economopoulos. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. I'm sleepy. I'm, I'm in Venice. I'm, we moved. We made it out here. Uh-huh. It's L.A., but like, yeah, it's far enough away from L.A. that it's not L.A., right? It's nice. Right. right. Okay. How far is it from L.A.? I'm not familiar with geography. I barely know where Canada is. Well, it depends how you define L.A. Arguably, it is L.A. Uh, arguably, it's uh, a half hour away from L.A. Depends on how you see these things. Okay. It's You're suburban right. L.A. It's metropolitan L.A. It's the greater L.A., but it's the beachy, crunchy, weird, not as hot, a little more cool part of L.A. Less uh, trafficy. Where is Malibu? Malibu's north of here. Basically, on this side, you get over. This is the beach side, right? The the coastal side. So it's a little bit less traffic. It's a little more beachy. One beat north of us in Venice is Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And then the, the next beat north of that is Malibu. And Malibu is like exactly what you imagine. Like you have to be born into zillions to have a house there. And there's like an enclave that's like super rich and Pepperdine University, I believe, is there. Okay. And, and then other parts around it are a little bit more like Santa Monica and Venice and kind of regular, regular people kind of stuff. Well, it must feel nice to, to be a little bit settled. Uh, that's good to hear. You can kind of uh, settle into a routine. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day just about like routine. Remember routines? Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, uh, we haven't had that yet, but uh, it sounds good. It's so hard. It's so hard to get into a routine, and I'm not even talking about stand-up comedy, buddy. I'm just talking about life. <laughs> it's so hard to get into my routine. <laughs> well, Kostaki, you were telling me earlier that uh, what does like you snoring? <laughs> good one, good one. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, uh, Ava asked me about that. She goes, "What happened to that snoring thing that you did at the house?" She goes, "Why did you do that?" I, I go, "It was a." Uh, it was to promote the album. Remember you and I did the puppets as well. And she was oh, like, Oh my God, I forgot about that. That was a lifetime ago. Just want to say shout out to everybody in the comments so far. Andreas, Ron, John, and Eric right away, giving you a guff for dancing to the quick snaps theme. Never oh, chance yeah. again. Oh, yeah. Well, I realize there's a video component. So I want to make sure that I'm uh, checking all the boxes in the entertainment. It's very thoughtful. I think of the, <laughs> Patreon subscribers at patreon.com slash quick snaps <laughs> a month. You can get the chair dance and uh, yeah. you know, maybe it gets a little bit more provocative depending on how many <laughs> we get, you know? Uh, yeah. We, we might have to move over to only fans. <laughs> this chair dance got out of hand. I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> so it's draft week, buddy. How you feeling? It is draft week. Uh, I feel the way that I usually do about draft week. It doesn't really affect me. I, I'll watch like the first few picks and then just, you know, let the so-called experts hash it out and, you know, watch a highlight video of whoever the Giants draft. 
Okay. Yeah. Really? I'm surprised you're not more into it. I, I Because it's like, it's a little island of football away from football season. I get so into it. I want to watch every minute of uh, every package they put together for the players that are announced and Mel Kuyper, you know, guessing and pitching and talking about guys overrated and underrated. I, I love it. I love all of it. Great widow's peak on um, yes. Mel Kuyper. I did watch a little bit of Trey Lance throwing the ball. And the whole, like, workout day is funny to me. Like, a hundred grown men standing on a field watching two other grown men <laughs> have a catch. That's right. Well, you're going to spend millions. You better get it right. You better get all the info you can get. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this could be the face of your franchise for the next 15 years. Andreas is into it. Of course he is. Falcons yeah. nerd that he is. The Falcons are in the news heavily. And uh, let's talk about that a little bit. But I do want to, we got to mention that Robert Burrill is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. A Vikings fan, I believe. So I know we have some Vikings fans out there. If you have any Vikings specific questions for Robert, Fire away in the comments, and uh, we'll get to them when we bring Robert on. But the you Falcons, could just say Ron. You could just say Ron. You have any questions? Susan might pop in. You know. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Those are the only two that I can think of. <laughs> top of my head. Um, the Falcons. I'm, I'm I'm hearing Julio might be on the trade block. Teams are calling, and right. I'm seeing actual scenarios being played out of what a potential suitor would be paying him for the next three years right? who Matt Ryan would be without Julio. And some of the comparisons are not pretty. Can you guess which quarterback I saw him compared to? Oh, I didn't see this, but I know, I know there's a giant split on Julio days and non Julio days for Matt Ryan stats. Right. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It's like, uh, Drew Brees at home or not or something. It's it's like a giant difference. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, he was being compared to Ryan Leaf. Oh. <laughs> what? Who did that? I don't know. Some jerk on Twitter. <laughs> what? Right. <It's laughs> I mean, it's not that bad, is it? Oh, no, no. It's the not that bad. split is not that bad. But it is, it is enough that, like, fantasy dorks avoid playing – uh, Matty Ice when Julio's hurt kind of thing. You know, like it's a big enough swing. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't trade Julio. There's so much money into him and the cap and everything else. Just let him be. You got three more years of Julio and two more years of Matt. That's my argument for the Falcons. Like the way the contract is structured and the way that they push the money down the road, which they're all, they're to blame for this, but whatever. It's the sunk cost. It's where we are now. Keeping Matt and Julio are really the best choices based on the money situation. Because mm -hmm. if you trade them, not only do you not have them, but you're still paying for a big chunk of their salary and the new guy. So screw it. Keep them. They're both superstars. They're both great. Fans love them anyway. Enough with this talk. Keep those two guys. Kick the quarterback thing down the road another two years and uh, go get yourself uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, the tight end, right? The tight end, the highest graded tight end in the 43 years of Mel Kuyper's efforts. Are you kidding me? In 43 years, he's never graded a tight end prospect higher. Hmm. He's number two on Mel Kuyper's big board. The reason the Falcons are in the news is because they pick fourth and the top three choices are pretty much all quarterbacks. And so the Falcons are the first, like, we don't know what's going to happen. It could be Kyle Pitts then. It's either going to be Kyle Pitts or they trade down and get a first rounder or something good for another time. I'm okay with that. Or they pick a Trey Lance type. Those are their top three choices, right? Yeah. So I did watch Trey Lance. I mentioned that, I think. Um, and? He missed a couple throws, man. I, I was not impressed. For your sake, I hope the Falcons take Pitts. He hasn't played a lot lately. He, you know, his team didn't play this year and. I, uh, uh, we don't need a quarterback. We have the ninth best quarterback in the world. We have the 12th best quarterback. 17th. We have the <laughs> – he's, he's not the reason that they – he's not the problem. 
Go build the other stuff, and in a couple of years, then you get your, you're going to get your young kid. All right. Okay. That's what I would do. But I, I'm open to all these choices. We'll see what happens. Okay. I want to be on record about one thing, if I, if I may. You may. The kid out of Ohio State that seems to be sliding is going to be a great NFL player. The kid is Fields? Yes, or, Justin uh, Fields, who yeah. went to the University of Georgia and then transferred because he was stuck behind – the unmovable force of Jake Fromm and then flourished at Ohio state and outplayed Clemson boy on, on the big game against them. Yeah. And was super tough. And I think he's got some Deshaun Watson comps and in most ways that's good. Hey now, (laughs) I think he's going to slide and I think it's a mistake. He's going to prove to be a, uh, a damn good player in the NFL. And the, so what about the, I think it's Devontae Smith is his name. Do I have that right? The wide receiver? Why, do, why doesn't that ring like that's the right name? But do you know what I'm talking about? He's real skinny. Real skinny Yeah, dude. the skinny kid from Alabama. I don't know why the name doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's right. It's Devontae Smith. You got it right? Yep. Doesn't so, sound right in my head. I'm hearing uh, Deshaun Devonta Jackson. Devontae Smith, okay. Okay, my bad, my bad. I, I mean... Wrong, wrong <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable. Wow. Andreas no. says Smith is 166 pounds. That's not very big by NFL standards. No, it's ridiculously small. It's like it'd be hard to it would be hard to uh, name a friend of mine who weighs that. I can't think of any human who weighs that little. That's my target weight, I think. <laughs> so I'm trying to get down to. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to make it. That's too skinny. Hey, <laughs> what do you weigh? Do you know? It's been a while, but I'm probably pushing 190 right now. It's it's bad. You look good. I, don't know. I wouldn't have. I, don't know. I mean, that, the, the face is good. Bad? I got this haircut. I've never been more handsome face wise. <laughs> I'm at my most uh, handsome. We have some people chime in in the comments. I don't. I don't even care what their opinion is. <laughs> I know I look good from the neck up. Everything else is a goddamn mess, but I know I'm good. But um, yeah, I could lose. I could lose some weight. Just saying, he might be a little bit too skinny, and uh, but I'm also hearing Deshaun Jackson comparisons, right? And Marvin Harrison. That's those are the comps for that kid. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the NFL experts are all about him. They think he's a once in a you know ten year kind of prospect, and he's amazing and. But that is tiny. I haven't weighed 166 since, like, what, maybe my sophomore year of high school? Was that when uh, the the wrestler guy (laughs) threw his milkshake at you? Yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Yeah, that's about That was before I grew up. Became a man. Handle myself. What was his name again? Buff Bagwell. I was going to say, like, Bam Bigelow. Mark Bagwell. That's a guy, right? Yeah. Hey. I just want to point out, and I'll take it, Mama Economopolis. <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She's drinking red wine over there. <laughs> white. It's definitely white. Uh huh. Okay. It's definitely, it's definitely Pinot Grigio. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to you, Marja. 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 Mamaopolis. Shout out to you, Marjorie. Marjorie, shout out to you. Um, Sean Lee, the Jason Witten of linebackers, has retired. Remember him? I do remember him. Cowboys? Yeah, I know he's still playing. No, he's not anymore. He's done. Was he a cowboy most recently? That's the uniform I have in my mind's eye. That's right. Okay. That's right. I will show every comment that says something to the effect of he's gorgeous. So if you're, <laughs> if you're watching the video and you're wondering, yeah, every compliment is going to get shown on the banner. I. I need this. He's talking about Sean Lee. That's not about you. <laughs> oh, Sean Lee's gorgeous. Gotcha. Yes. No, but yeah, Andreas just posted here. Uh, and he's right. This is what you think of when you think of Sean Lee, unless you're you're a Cowboys fan. He's always hurt. He was always hurt. Yeah. Yeah. There's some of these guys that just, yeah, it doesn't work out for them health-wise. Mm-hmm. He's one of them, but I guess he had he had a few good uh, few good runs with the Cowboys and was well loved by them. So, uh, sorry, my phone was blowing up there. You're no T Hill. What? <laughs> Wait a second. Is, 
Eric James, thank you, buddy. He says you actually do look better than usual. Oh, the old left-handed compliment. I yeah. like those kinds. Usually you're a hideous <laughs> monster, but today you're passable. <laughs> so every compliment uh, is going to get put up on the banner there. Um, I like it. I have a recycled joke. Can I drop it in here? Please do. It's one of my favorites this time of year. The NFL draft has been held annually since 1936. Like Jimmy Carter's penis. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Happy birthday, Jimmy, from Rosalind. Happy birthday, Jimmy <laughs> Carter. Um, I did see that in the 40s, this is interesting, in the 40s, there were a couple of NFL teams that started using scouts, and they did so well that all the teams started using scouts. Like, it worked right away. My question is, what were they doing before that? Like, hey, I got a friend. <laughs> I got... I know this guy, Mitch, he can throw the ball. Mitch, you're hired! <laughs> Which I believe is how the Bears still do things. Yeah, I got a guy in St. Louis. I got a guy. He, he's pretty good at throwing spirals. You know, he could take a hit. It's pretty I tough. I got a guy. Yeah. Like, what the hell? What do you do before scouting? There were a few years in there. Well, the Bengals, I was surprised to hear that, what was it, the 90s before they actually had a scouting team? Is that right? It took that long? Yeah, wasn't it, uh, was it Chris... Um, the guest that was what the they just, that told they just us read that. PFF magazine or something. They they look at Mel Kuyper's uh, list. Yeah, like <laughs> you don't have anybody going to college games or anything. Like how does that work? You don't have a scouting department for your football team. How do you find <laughs> out who's good at playing football? It's, 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 it's it seems impossible that that would be the case. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Should we welcome in our guest? Oh yeah, I lost track of time. Absolutely, bring him in here. We'll bring him in here. He's got a, uh, a very odd uh, screen name here. I don't think this is who we invited. We did not invite Timothy my, Chamolet. My stage name. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Timothy Chamolet. <laughs> Chalamet. Ch- uh, two-time Oscar nominee, I think. Uh, don't hold me to that. <laughs> Robert Burrell, you do have a striking resemblance to that young stud, though. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, I actually, I don't ever go with my real name when I'm doing these things. And over the election, I did a Zoom show and I put Hunter Biden and I got the whole show shut down. <laughs> like, the feed was like, nope, fake news. And then the, the booker sent me a very, very mean email about uh, <laughs> destroying the entire show by pretending to be someone I'm not. So thanks nice. for going playing along. We should give you the proper intro. It's Robert Burrill, a hilarious comic out of uh, Minneapolis, uh, host of uh, a fantastic podcast, by the way, Writer's Block. Is that it? Is there an article? Is it just the two words, Writer's Block? Writer's Block, yep. Uh, We were fortunate enough to to have you on for a really funny episode. Um, I think if you look it up on Instagram or Twitter, it's actually Writer's, um, but there's a different Writer's Block because we picked we picked a title that a lot of other podcasts have. Because <laughs> why would we try to be creative on a show all about coming up with new material? Yeah, it could be that uh, <laughs> everybody else had they just had they just went blank. They couldn't think of a better title. Yeah, writers blank. I don't even know if that's taken. That would have been so. We so so there's other writers blocks. So ours is actually at writers B L C K. Uh, so, you know, it's just, yeah, it's almost writer's black. And then I, I would imagine we get people that accidentally come to it expecting, like, James Baldwin quotes or, you know, Maya Angelou affirmations or ta Coates biographies. And it's, it's just us talking about uh, dicks and stuff. <laughs> I'd rather listen to the other one. The other one sounds good. Right? Yeah. No, I agree. I'm disappointed, writer's- too, every time. I forget. I want to listen to writer's black. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Vikings fan. You you grew up in the, this part of the world. You didn't you didn't have a choice. You wouldn't have picked that, right? This was yeah. Uh, like- no, I wouldn't have. I <laughs> it's not a choice. I think it's something you're born with. I know I don't want to get too political on this, but uh, I do think it's something. I try to keep it on the down low, though. My Vikings fanship, much the same way I would a secret gay relationship, is I don't <laughs> want it. I don't want it to get out. I'm not too invested. Like most of the, like you know, like I. I come back every year. I haven't done a lot of studying. I don't know who these guys are. Again, like a secret gay relationship. I show up. 
I don't know who they are. I watch them do their thing for a while. Sometimes I'm satisfied. Sometimes I'm not. Then we go our separate ways. We meet again in another week. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not too committed because I know not to expect too much. But that's just how I've learned to cope. So you can pass for gay. You're handsome and you're like weirdly skinny for a grown straight man, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I'd like to think I'm I'm gay passable. Oddly, that little rant was a pretty good pitch for Grinder. So, you know, I'm we're looking for sponsors. I definitely feel like that would certainly be up my alley. <laughs> Unlike the NFL, you don't get penalized for holding on grinder. That's uh if anything, I think it's uh they, they prefer it. Yeah, you get extra stars. It's nice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Yelp reviews are great. All right, so if you, you you're new to this thing, but the listeners will probably uh, groan at this question, but I, I indulge me. Where is Kirk Cousins on the rankings of current quarterbacks on the earth? What number? Oh, man. Uh, Ish. I mean, I just want to know roughly how you feel about your quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not. How many are there? Let me ask you how many quarterbacks there are first. There are millions, but there's 32 starters. Like middle schoolers? Like middle schoolers? (laughs) Like uh, video gamers? Do they count if that's the only position they play in the video game? No, 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 no. I would say I would say for the first three quarters, uh, you know, mill the pack. But I would say in like the last two minutes of a game, I would rather have my dad be quarterback, you know, uh, put anyone else in there at the end, which is, you know, unfortunately, the most important part of the game. <laughs> the, the 18th. The world, I don't know. I mean, there's there's probably some uh, drunken Irishman that might uh, have a better completion percentage in the last uh, two minutes. The world really opens it up, uh, but we're sticking we're sticking with them. Fool us every time. Shame shame on us. Is this the third year of the guaranteed money that you got to pay them, whether you have them or not? It's it's the third I of think three. So right? I hope it's the last year. I'm really, I'm, I'm pulling for an injury. You know, is that, can I say that? Is that, you know what? Did the saints still take bounties? Cause we should put one out on him. Is that, are they done since the Favre thing or are they just, is it still like a down low? Like, cause that it's pretty, yeah, you know, we just, it's a black market a bounty. Million. I think, yeah. 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 Black market bounty. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel mm-hmm. like any, who's the wealthiest Ziggy, not Ziggy. He would, well, maybe, but like, who's the wealthiest, maybe a rod, you know what? Forget the Timberwolves, right? Just put a hit out. <laughs> On cousins, and then you'll you'll warm the hearts of Vikings fans everywhere, and you can buy that team and maybe win J Lo back. <laughs> it's a beautiful story. It really is. Thank you. It's a tale as old as time, for sure. Right? Yeah. Boy meets girl. Girl's already been married four times. Boy's hitting up someone else on Insta. Boy gets caught. Tries to buy a sports team. We've all been there. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you hoping happens for the Vikings? Are you hoping for any particular position, or who, what do you hope they do with the draft? Uh, well, I will be assuming the fetal position, uh, for most, uh, of the draft. Uh, I would like to see an offensive line, someone on the, on the, maybe it's stupid to take it that early, but I know that it just seems like he's, he has no idea what's coming from, uh, coming from behind him. Unlike on grinder. Uh, so I think it's important to make sure he's, he's protected and stuff. Cause when he has the time, he's decent, but it just seems like he's, he's getting no protection. I think there's definitely weapons there. The receivers cook like, uh, you know, just protect him. And I mean, and, and some defensive positions, I suppose as well. So Justin Jefferson, that's his name, right? I read a headline real quick that he is being featured in the video game Fortnite, his touchdown dance, which I guess he got from somebody else, but that, that guy is also being credited. So now Justin Jefferson is going to be in Fortnite. Apparently this is a big deal. I don't play the game, but oh, interesting. Well, I, I I saw that uh, that Ray Lewis is going to be in the new uh, Mortal Kombat game, and I am not going to go against anyone. Picks him. I could be Sub Zero. You know what? I'm folding. I'm, did, there's no way I'm taking a chance. Did you watch the movie? Uh, not yet. No, oh. I have not. I do plan on on uh, seeing Mortal Kombat, or as uh, Minneapolis police call it, a traffic stop. <laughs> uh, they, uh, you're you're probably safer in the arena than you would be uh, having uh, expired tabs uh, in Minneapolis. I did want hey, to ask we... you about Minneapolis a little bit. 
What's, yeah, me too. How what? were you last week on the on the verge of that? Where you just oh, like, please, man. Love of God, please be guilty. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too, where I know. I know a lot of white people who are like, oh, he's guilty for sure. But like every black person I know is like, there's no why he's got history on his side. When people were like, oh, how could he dare do that in broad daylight? Like no cop in the history of this state has ever been convicted of second degree murder. And Noor, uh, the cop from Somalia that killed the white yoga instructor, was the only cop that was, I think, ever convicted for murder in this state. And that was just two years ago. So historically, he'd have no reason to think there were going to be any kind of consequences to it. But right. I, I, in my heart of hearts, I was like, well, they have to get him on like the manslaughter. I mean, there's just no way that, I mean, they're experts like, oh, maybe the car did it. Like, oh, it's CO2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. you really? Uh, or they tried to pin it on drugs when like everyone could see the knee was on his neck. Like if George Floyd died of an overdose, JFK died of an overdose. Like, oh, well, all the the you know all that uh, <laughs> all those uppers he was on made his head more susceptible to the to the bullet. The exhaust from the car parade, yeah. Yeah, but I, I was I was proud. I was proud of that jury. I mean, it was a diverse jury. It was only I think maybe half white people, and I think that's a great first start is getting some diversity on the juries. And the fact that cops testified mm-hmm. against him was nice to see. I don't know how it's going to shake out with Potter. Uh, which is the next one. Uh, Tough which, to keep up. Know. Yeah. I, I sort of got lost with the chronology. We were moving and chasing two kids around, and we were driving to L.A. to pick up uh, one of the kids to have dinner, and the verdict was coming out on the radio, and I'm like, I don't know if we should be in L.A. if this is a not, if this mm. is not guilty. we gotta we got to turn around and leave this city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the timing, certainly it it indicated – something probably in the prosecution's favor because it was just the next day. And so I feel like usually in those cases, it's, it's some conviction, but like the longer it goes, then you're like, Oh God. Okay. They, they actually believe this bullshit about, (laughs) you know, whatever. But no, I think they definitely, they got the right verdict in and now hopefully all of his appeals get knocked down and we'll see how long he's sentenced to next month. Right. And how about the the comedy scene? Are there shows going on, or are a lot of people like happy to be back in clubs? What's the vibe? Yeah, there? yeah. Acme, uh, the big one. Acme's open. Uh, it's been open for a long time. They've they followed all the the COVID protocols and everything. I think they're still at thirty percent, thirty three percent, something like that. I actually slight plug here for all the other uh, Minneapolis uh, viewers out there. I will be at Acme. My first headline weekend there is the week before Kostaki's there. Awesome. I believe uh, June 30th through July 3rd uh, or maybe two weeks before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the week before. I think I'm 7 through 10 in July. Yeah. That's great, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Congrats. Thank you. Thanks. A, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's a big moment it. for a boy in comedy headlining. It's uh, yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because it's it's we're, they want me to do it Vegas style, so there'll be like a little showcase of all the new MCs they hired, and then it's kind of like my uh, you know, getting back to the grinder theme, my coming out uh, <laughs> uh party as a headliner, uh, but then I'm also hosting it. So in a sense, I've been promoted, but also demoted because I'm still emceeing for myself. Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's so interesting. That's the old Boston style. Have you ever done that before? It's kind of a no, cool construct. I haven't. It's interesting. In, yeah. And the uh, to the listeners who might not know this, there was a sort of an era in the '80s where the Boston style was sort of getting some traction, where kind of the star of the show would open the show, close the show, and do time in between all the other acts. So it was kind of his show, and then he would have friends come on and do sets. Uh, and then he would do kind of close it out, do a big long set sort of at the end. Uh, so it sort of became Boston style is sort of how it became known. And actually the, a lot of the urban clubs sort of embraced that maybe, you know, two or three decades later, what I would go, uh, earthquake is from Atlanta. Oh, I, would yeah. go down, I would go down to the black club in, in Atlanta and hang out there some and, he was the king of that city and he would host the show and those black shows would go like four hours and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and they would have like 25 comics do sets and earthquake hosted and would close and do time in between and bust balls and everybody that came up and back. And how amazing. much time would he do at the end? If it's like a four hour show, 
it's like when he was, I mean, some of those shows got so out of hand in terms of how long they went. Uh, but he would just do whatever needed to be done. He was just there. He would mm-hmm. just do all of it or none of it, or he would kind of ebb and flow and figure it out. He always, it always seemed to work. He made it look easy. Nice. Yeah, I'll be. It'll be fun to fun to try. I have to yeah, work so now. Like, cool construct. Now I have to work on my headline set, but also my MC set. Cause I don't want to go, I don't want to come out too hard and then bury myself for the rest of the show. You know, <laughs> if anything, it's bring up the newest stuff and then, you know, I can give myself shit when I come on as the headliner. You don't want to set the bar too high. Oh, we got a clip. Mm-hmm. I see we're, we're prepping for a clip. I don't know what happened there. I think I froze up. So I guess you guys are still talking, but I might've went away. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were setting up the clip. They, the screen went to uh Shanahan. I was talking to, I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I froze up. But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, I could play this Shanahan clip. Let's do yeah, it. play it. We Let's, already set it up anyway. Let's do it. All I right. just heard this today. It's kind of hilarious. Did the, does it have the question involved too? No, the, I mean, they're just asked, somebody asked them about whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on the roster on Sunday. Cause there's, you know, all kinds of speculation yeah. about what they're going to do. And this was his answer. <laughs> Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday, so I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. Um, so that goes for all of us. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Time to look around for another job. That is the worst answer you could possibly hear if you're Jimmy Garoppolo. You think that's like a press secretary move where he's just that he's just trying to say something weird and divert away from the answer? <laughs> How what is that? Does, how does he handle intimate questions with his wife? Like, do you <laughs> do you take this woman to be or well, I can't get I you know, we we could all be dead tomorrow. I couldn't promise forever. I don't know how <laughs> What kind of sickness are we talking here? Sickness and health? There's lots of sicknesses. <laughs> Ebola? If if she gets Ebola, do I have to stick around? It's contagious, you know. That's like great. I value my I own life. That in the contract, we couldn't possibly yeah, we don't that answer is hilarious. I I, I mean, I they're clearly taking a quarterback, and Jimmy G's the bridge, right? I mean, that's that's basically what he's saying, but he didn't want to answer that question. That's for sure. Not at all, not at all. Now, uh, Robert, I don't know if you heard about this rule, but the NFL has changed their policy where you can wear single-digit numbers on your jersey for certain positions where it wasn't allowed before. So, like, wide receivers, uh, defensive backs, I think linebackers and running backs, they can all wear single-digit numbers now. Does that do anything oh. for you? I mean, not not particularly, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know why that was a rule before. It just seems like, uh, you know, it's like big football brother, right? Like, I, you know what, let the players pick whatever numbers they want. I don't. That's unnecessary regulation. That's inhibiting <laughs> yes. the, the free market of the game. Sure. You want to wear a two and you're a goddamn tackle wear a two all right like that's this is america (laughs) well your boy dalvin cook flirted with this idea but then they informed him that he had to pay for all of the jerseys with the 33 on them before he could switch at retail price too not just at cost not at cost at retail and it comes out to millions of dollars and he's like yeah stick with the 33 Do you know any players that are taking uh, taking this uh, offer up? There's already some talk about it. There's some guys arguing in L.A. There's two guys that want want the two. You know, you know what I think they should do. How high do the numbers go up? Like ninety seven, ninety nine, right? I think there's, <laughs> there's, there's a ninety nine. Yeah. There's even I know that. Yeah. I say what you do stooges. is unless you're on unless the you're stooges. stooges. We should have yeah. him be quarterback. Are any of them still alive? I feel like Larry would have been a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I think what they should do is they should take the numbers one through 99 and rank the guys on a scale of how attractive they are. And that way they just know. And all the fans know like 99, keep the helmet on the whole time. Noah wants to see you. Uh, You're number one. You know, you can take that bad boy off every now and then you've earned it. You know, it's uh, I feel like that's what they should do is just rate the, Rate the attractiveness of uh, of the men. Timothy Chalamet recommended suggestion. Right All right, <laughs> so so let's let's go there for a second, okay? So we've got five players on the field. Uh, we've got Aaron Rodgers. We've got um, Patrick Mahomes. We've got Saquon Barkley. 
We'll start. No, you're picking some we'll just do three. We'll do three just to keep it simple. Men. Who's number one? Who's number two? Who's number three? Saquon, Aaron Rodgers, or Patrick Mahomes? Uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm going to go uh, Saquon, Mahomes, Rodgers. And I'm, I'm putting Rodgers at the end. Also because he's a Packer. He has that going against him <laughs> That's a strike uh, as for well. Viking. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was also the safest, you're not a racist answer. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a, here, here's uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, 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 who's that congressman in uh, Florida? The one that like Gates? sleeps with little girls. What's the guy's name? Gates. <laughs> Gates, yeah, and Matt Gates is uh, number three. That's uh, that's my order. Donald Trump, David Duke. Uh, let's see, any one of the guys from that any uh, Black Klansman that was a bad guy. He's number three. That hope that doesn't come off racist. I gotta yeah. ask you this: you you are again not to get, overdo this angle, but you are like surprisingly slim for a grown up, right? What's your I, weight? I don't are you know. are you heavier than Devonta Smith? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I I don't know you... how heavy he is. I'm I'm around 180, roughly. I mean, I'm six. I'm six. Can you one, imagine six, two, an NFL so player like significantly one. smaller than you? It, the, what's his position? Did they just like throw a, him at field goals to block him? Like, he's a he... wideout and he weighs oh. 166. Oh wow, that's insane! He just won the Heisman Trophy. He's clearly a talented dude, but he's tiny. tiny. He's fast. He's he's tiny. He's hard to he's hard to catch. We're very worried about him. We're very worried about I, him and uh, chicken legs. Trevor Lawrence. That guy's gonna get snapped in half. <laughs> he's too cute. He's too pretty. He's he's gonna be a bust, man. No, he's he's done it at every level. He was like the top recruit out of high school, and then he crushed it. He's he's continued to shine under the lights. He's going to be a star. It's no longer a foul to grab somebody by the hair, right? That's true. You better watch out. Or cut that hair, one or the other. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> going to bring him down by the hair. It's going to be an issue, man. He's going to second-guess the hair like after game one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Robert, I have one more draft-related question for you. Fire away, man. <laughs> Is it about the Kevin Costner film draft day? Because... Uh, masterpiece. Oh my God. Masterpiece. Oh yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that. I got to watch that Mike, one. Mike Florio was trashing that today and he was in it. Oh a yeah. Whole, a whole movie devoted. Like imagine you like the, like, Oh, is is he going to, is he going to pick the right guy? That's, that's the, that's why you watch that for two hours. It's like a thriller, like a lighthearted thriller, but then it's like, Oh, I hope he makes this trade. Like, why Why was this made? Why is this? Also, he's like the Cleveland Browns GM. Like, okay, he had a better chance of survival and dancing with wolves. <laughs> Brian Gutekunst. There's a fun name for you. Do we ever find out uh, whether or not he did pick the right guy? I mean, spoiler alert for anybody. I don't, well, I, he, he pulls it off. Okay. He, uh, yeah, it time. works out. Believe it or not, it, it works out in the end for uh, Kevin. That's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, Roger Goodell is fully vaccinated, and the big story is that's a big deal now because he can hug the players that get drafted. <laughs> okay. It does right. account for 90% of his hugs during the course of the year. So <laughs> you really don't want to miss out on those. So, I mean, I know that's a big part of my viewership of the draft. I'm always waiting for the hug. I don't know if that's a big deal to you as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the nothing warms my heart like some, some man. I don't think men hug each other enough. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, he's not making it awkward, right? He's not like holding on a little longer. He's not. <laughs> it's tight. It's a tight hug. Let you know, tight like, hug. Exactly. You're you're part ah, of the family. You know. ah, oh, oh, oh! Rogers getting a sack. Oh, I'm bringing him down. Look, I'm bringing. Pretends to like tackle him awkwardly, like a quarterback. Let me ask you this: How many is it? Just the first round that he hugs? That's a good question, Kostaki. Do you know? I think there's only like most normal years. There's only like 25 guys who are actually there. 
And oh, this year okay. that number shrinks down even more to like 13. So I think he's willing to hug any of the actual live <laughs> characters who are there. I was about to say, I would imagine there'd be some sort of cutoff because after you get to like <laughs> fifth round and he's just like, ah, do I? No, I got nothing against you, but I'm just, okay, here I'm we exhausted. go. Yep, coming I'm in. not hugging punters already. You beat it. Yeah, it's like sixth round. He's just fist bumping people. I want to say I'm mad at myself for not having gone to a draft. I lived in fucking New York City for years. It was down the street. Yeah. It was literally yeah. the same street that I lived on. It's crazy that like, you didn't. Ah, I'll go the next year. And then they stopped having it there. And mm-hmm. now you got to chase it around every year. It's in a new place. Then you made plans to go time? to Vegas and COVID hit. Yeah, we we're going to go. My brother and the thing and it didn't work out. Well, you know, this year it's in Cleveland. I think the opening ceremonies this year, now that they actually have a quarterback, it should be like a pinata that says franchise quarterback. And then they have like a blind GM swinging his walking <laughs> stick just with the Benny Hill music. I think that would be a nice <laughs> like nod to the Cleveland experience. Absolutely. At, for sure. I think you can have a, a lot more fun with it than that. Really embrace the, the Andreas party. says next year Vegas. Oh, it's going back to Vegas to make up for the almost the didn't with the boat and the water at the Bellagio and everything. Is that right? I guess so. I think I think that's right. What What about you? You're a Falcons fan. What are you? Uh, what are you hoping for? Yeah, we were just talking about that before you jumped on. I, I think at this point, I'm I'm in the I'm in the camp of kick the quarterback thing down the road. Stick with Matty Ice. He's better than Kirk Cousins. I mean, if that's your barometer, that you got a long ways to go. I mean, that's no. I, I say, I say, draft this kid who Mel Kiper has never given a higher grade to in forty three years, and uh, put a Falcons jersey on him and ruin his life. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. <laughs> Hodges is in. Are you guys are making Vegas plans already? Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I gotta go. I've never been. Well, the Super Bowl's in LA too, Hodges. You got a lot of coming out west to do here. Mm, so. I'll do that. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. Okay. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Super Bowls in February, and they should uh, combine Vegas. the Super Bowl and the Oscars next year because they're around the same time, right? I feel like that would be uh, some, Oscars some were really yesterday. entertaining. Tell no, I know they were. About? I oh yeah, you're right. That's why I'm thinking yeah. Oscars because I heard L.A. and I'm like, oh Oscars, and you're like, well, I say you're way off this time, son. No, actually, they delayed them though because normally late. they you're are. Right. They, right. Yeah, normally they are in like January, early February ish. You know, I just like the idea of like Helen Mirren uh, presenting an award and then going out for a pass, right? And then she's like, <laughs> Apparently, Glenn Close could probably handle a, a quick button hook or something. He can back know. it up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Close is working for uh, uh, mental health issues now. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have put that bunny in the pot. Maybe yeah. <laughs> you're going to take a stand but, against I mean, if, if her mental health really declines, then Anthony Hopkins can win another award playing her in the movie about her. Because that's really his. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got Alzheimer's in the father. I haven't seen it yet, but I thought that was the uh, that's the character. By the way, Halle Berry stole her haircut from Emo Phillips. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It was a good post by you, Kostaki. Never forget. Never forget. Emo did it first. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. Holly. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not you cool. You don't like you it when we do take- it? You can't take Emo's hair. Yeah, you can't take quirky, weird white guy's hair. That's not fair. That's Yeah, I, it was so authentic. It was so authentic that Holly Berry is still getting angry voicemails from Judy Tenuta. This is uh, this is a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That is very <laughs> Someone is furiously googling right now. That is very inside. Judy Tenuta and Emo Phillips is one of the weirdest pairs in the history of humanity. If they can't make it, what chance do the rest of us kids have? That's what I submit to you. <laughs> I can't believe you're old enough to even know that, Robert Barrow. I, I don't H- even know how I know. Because uh, I worked with Emo at Acme, and then I think uh, he was doing jokes about his ex, and then one of the other comics was like, you know who that is, don't you? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. And they're like, oh, Judy Tenuta. He has got some very cutting jokes about the ex and his ex. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm divorced, but I wish I was a widower. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and he does this whole thing about the, the ex uh lessons with satan and blah blah yeah. blah like, <laughs> you know she has a lot to teach him you know i forget there's some kind of, uh, yeah yeah can't do it justice but he's a genius 
Well, it's great having you on, man. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. This is a blast. Yeah, anytime you want someone that uh, has limited knowledge about (laughs) football but can uh, just hang, count me in. Good. Count me in. We are. All right. Yeah, good. Thank you so much for joining us, Robert. Really appreciate having you on. And everybody, if you're watching on the Patreon, let's check out the old album cover here. Oh, hey, thanks, man. 2020. Listen to that Mm -hmm. with Robert and our friend Brian Miller. 2020, wherever you download or stream comedy. 2020. Very funny. This is such a great project. I'm jealous I didn't do it. It's, It's each of you guys doing 20 minutes at the end of 2020 about 2020. It's such a cool concept. It's great. Yeah, but between both of us, we cover, I mean, Brian does Zoom stuff and uh, Trumping an ex-president, and I have some police reform stuff and pandemic. And yeah, if it happened in 2020, uh, odds are either Brian or I have uh, a few jokes about it. It's great. And check out the uh, podcast, Writer's Block. Uh, Search for it under Robert Burrell's name, B-A-R-I-L. You'll never find it looking for Writer's Block. (laughs) No, there's too many. There's there's too many. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks a lot, man. We'll see you around. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks, guys. Go Vike. Good stuff. All right. Uh, Do you want to end with some all pro lines? Yeah, we could do a couple jokes. Why not? You know how we do. (laughs) You know how we do. So while while you're looking, did it like uh, freeze up for you at all at at any point? Or was that just on my end? I think it was just your end, which is a switch. When we've had problems before, I think it was always my end. Okay. I think you just went away for a few beats as we uh, got to the Shanahan clip. Otherwise, it seemed pretty smooth. Got it. Okay. Just trying to figure out how much uh, work I have after this. Gotcha. I think (laughs) it's going to be minimal. Unless you just want to cut out uh, Robert Burrell, which, you know, probably. Probably for the best, honestly. I don't know. (laughs) He makes me laugh, that guy. Yeah, he's good. I keep seeing these NFL draft do-overs. Like, you know, if we did the draft again, Mahomes Mm -hmm. would be number one. And like, all right. I have a few do-overs in life. Yeah, I should have completely taken her off my draft board that year. I don't know why. (laughs) Oh, nice. Get the sound effects. I should have traded down for more draft capital. I don't know why. <laughs> more draft capital is a fantastic yeah. concept. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I look, there are mock drafts. Uh, they call them that because people who do a lot of them deserve to be mocked, which, which feels like I'm getting into Yakov Smirnoff joke territory there. Like, in Atlanta, you did not mock draft. Draft mock you. I remember when I was in uh, Montreal a few years ago, I was on the phone with my wife, and she was like, and I was doing a mock draft while I was on the phone with her. And she could tell. She like probably heard the ESPN shit, and she's like, are you doing another mock draft? And I was like, would you rather say rather me say that I'm watching porn? She said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. Prepping for fantasy, you mean, over the summer. Exactly. In Montreal, you're the round the greatest comics on the earth. You're like, I gotta I gotta I gotta do another mock draft. It was the end of the night, you know? <laughs> Little nightcap. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh I like this joke, even though the premise is a stretch. The Rams traded two first-rounders and, and a third-rounder to get Matthew Stafford. The last time L.A. gave up so much for so little, they paid Magic Johnson to host a television show. Oh, that's a long one. Wow, Magic Johnson <laughs> haters in the crowd. Yeah, you, you put that into my next album somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff Manier, who uh, sends jokes in pretty regularly, he's a fan of all pro lines. He sent this when the NFL has relaxed some rules about numbers for different positions, but they still won't let Detroit have any numbers above 500. You ain't, see, ain't getting better with golf, that's for sure. Is there? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we'll see. Maybe golf will have some crazy Tannehill second chapter, right? It's true. It could happen. That's what they're rooting for with. Uh, well, there's a few of these guys. That's what they're rooting for. Mm. Let's do a few jokes about Jamarcus Russell and call it a day. Oh, okay. Jamarcus Russell is one of my favorite bus, and that's it's bus season, right? We're thinking about bus and be careful, avoid the bus. And <laughs> in 2007, the first overall pick to the Raiders, Jamarcus Russell, coaches didn't think he was watching the tapes. Do you know this story? Yes, yes. They sent him. Oh, well, go ahead. You tell the story. Yeah, they sent him home with blank tapes. 
And he came back the next day and said he watched the Blitz packages. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, the level of trust is <laughs> totally destroyed once that guy comes back and, and says that he has feedback from the blank tape that you set him up with. You, you already know the answer. You just need the confirmation. That's right. The The trust is already gone. You're just proving it for yes. the hell of it to confirm. Crazy. Right? He was last to practice. He was first to leave. The Raiders paid him about $40 million. I confirmed that today and cut him. They couldn't trade him. Nothing. Nobody won. <clears throat> People always say when they win the lottery, they're going to quit their jobs. That's what Jamarcus Russell did. <laughs> right? You give me $40 million for every joke I've written so far. Cool. But I don't know how good the jokes are going to be after that. <laughs> it's hard to write a joke in a hammock with a Mai Tai. And then later he got in trouble for purple drink which has mm. codeine codeine in it. Yeah. You, you can buy codeine over the counter in Canada. Even this guy's drug career is a disappointment. You're a gigantic failure with $40 million. Get yourself a real drug problem. All right. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a late one. It took a sec for everybody to get that one. That's true, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was very highbrow comedy, so lots of levels and layers. and So, oh, somebody just got it. Touche, yeah. Yeah, you want to enjoy that one as long as you can. I almost had a gag, son. Joke, that is. Oh, well, this was fun, man. Thanks again, Robert, for joining us. And, um, I mean, I don't know who the Giants are going to take. We'll see. I'll tell you all about the highlight reels that I watch afterwards. <laughs> I'm watching all of it. I actually, we don't even have cable, but I'm getting sling just for the week so I can watch everything. Uh, I'll be writing jokes. Come on over to All Pro Lines and uh, enjoy some football comedy. And if you want to even chime in with some football comedy, we're doing that too. So uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at All Pro Lines. Yes, indeed. And follow us on Twitter at Quick Snap Show, at Funny Kostaki, at Aaron Hodges. And if you'd like to contribute to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash quicksnaps. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for thanks for watching and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck. I hope uh, hope all your draft dreams come true this week. Whatever it is you think you want, I hope you get it. Good luck. Only fans chair dance. <laughs>